Hey guys, if you're interested in checking out a video version of the show, please visit the Low Key Geek channel on YouTube. There you can not only catch the video version of the podcast, but you can also check out my other projects and short form video that I produce. You can find a link in the description. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. In its pure essence, is a science fiction romance movie. This movie, at least better than the, the last two. Yes, totally. If you are a die-hard Matrix fan, then you would probably really dig this movie. I just thought the execution just wasn't there for me. Hey everybody, all right. I'm gonna do something a little different here and I'm just gonna have a full talk about my review about the matrix resurrections um it's gonna be spoiler heavy uh for the for the majority of this video so if you haven't seen the movie yet be forewarned now i am going to go into some spoilers about the movie i'll start off with my non-spoiler opinion about it in the beginning but the rest of the video is just going to be full just me riffing about what i thought about the movie so the one thing I will say is when the first Matrix came out, it was very revolutionary and it was some it introduced a lot of groundbreaking things during that time. You know, the use of um, technology of the time, you know, of course, bullet time was the big thing that was introduced in that movie. The special effects um, putting us in an interesting world of um, reality versus what's not reality you know virtual versus what's you know real life and it was just an interesting way to put us in a different mindset um, the thought about choice and being able to choose whether I want to you I or you want to live a life that is played out for you or catered to you because of what you your desires are and all that versus what the reality is and being not in you know controlled by machines or software or what have you um so it was very very interesting at the time and of course keanu reeves carrie on moss you know florence fishburne who played morpheus all great acting and great characters that we were introduced to that spawned you know a, a new genre in a way um or, or a new version of sci-fi that all of us were really really into it was the big movie of 99 when star wars was supposed to be the big movie of that year but the one movie that most people were talking about by the end of the year was still the matrix and it spawned off the two sequels with well, that weren't weren't really that great um, I mean, the second one wasn't that bad, but the last one was just god awful. And I did watch through all three movies. Um, the first one still holds up in a way, you know, it's more nostalgic at this point. But getting through all the exposition in two and three uh, and the prolonged and elongated action scenes, which again at the time were great and fun, but really you know took me out of a lot of the movies uh, 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 out of things a lot during that time so when they announced that resurrections was going to come out i was very very curious about it you know i had my reservations because of how the last three the last two movies left like a really bad taste in my mouth and, and i tried loving those movies back then i really tried my best uh, but as the years go on and more and then when i revisit it it's just not it's just not really well done in my opinion so i was really really curious and you know the trailers show that ooh, it looks like we're gonna be given something different here a new perspective on things a, a reboot of the series in a way and it looked really interesting and i was really really looking forward to it i'll say this it's not groundbreaking so if you're looking for something that is going to be groundbreaking to carry forward this genre and this franchise moving forward, I didn't get that. Was it fun? It was fun in certain aspects. You know, it was fun to get back into that world, into this universe that was created. Um, it was nice to be uh, 
reintroduced again to these characters that we, you know, really fell in love with in the original movies. Um, and then it introduced some interesting characters, but I did feel like it was a little bland. I felt like there's so much more depth we could have gotten with these new characters that we really didn't get. They barely scratched the surface on most of these new characters. And the version of the Matrix that we're in right now is fascinating to a certain extent. But a lot of the decisions that were made in the story, I felt were just missed and all over the place. And I'll get more into that in a minute. Um, but overall, I think everyone is this is going to be a mixed feeling about this movie from a lot of people i think if you are a die hard matrix fan you've watched all the movies you've watched the animatrix you played the video games you've read whatever material came out and you're fully invested in this series then you would probably really dig this movie but for someone like me who really loves the first movie, didn't really like much this next two, and, you know, just became more of a casual fan, then you are not going to be liking this movie quite a bit. Quite a lot, I should say. Um, you might actually feel that this movie makes no sense to you. Or... So I, the screening that I watched it in, it was like a lot of people like my generation and all that. And a lot of the things I would hear a lot were cash grab. Um, makes There's no point in this movie. They should have never touched it. You know, I don't ever want to see another movie of this, uh, of this universe. I don't want to see anything else done here. Um, I'm not going to go that far and that crazy saying all that stuff. But if you were to ask me if I want to see a continuation of where this movie leaves off, I would say that I'm good either way. If they do, okay, it'll be interesting to see where they take it. If they don't, all right, I'm cool with that. Leave it as is. Um, and I, I've said this before, and I know a lot of people have said this too. It's like maybe this could lead to a potential series. I wouldn't mind seeing like a Matrix live action series streamed on like HBO Max or something like that. Because that would be interesting to see. Um, it'll give them the opportunity to really explore more of the current version of the world that we're in. Or that they they bring us to now. Um, I wouldn't mind that at all. You know, the acting was great. was fine. You know, when Keanu's on screen, you know, I mean, Keanu's Keanu. Um, you'll hear a lot of... Um, references to John Wick because he he filmed this movie the same time he's filming John Wick 4. So you get a lot of that and that's really what he is now. He is John Wick, right? He it's kind of hard to kind of take him away from that at the moment. Uh Carrie Ann Moss, believe it or not, is not in this movie a lot, but her impact is pretty big. And I think we kind of got a glimpse of that in the last trailer that was released that she would be playing more of a bigger role in this movie. But it wasn't realized right away. I'll say that. Um, the, the terms you're going to hear a lot or the things that you're going to hear a lot of people say is meta. It's extremely meta. I had no idea it was going to be as meta as it is now. People will probably compare this to um, a new nightmare. People are saying like this is Lena, Lena Wachowski's new nightmare in like the Nightmare on Elm Street series, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, basically, they did a movie called New Nightmare, which kind of played on the Nightmare on Elm Street movies and made it meta, you know, as if you know these were just movies, but now things are happening in real life that are mimicking all these things. And it turns out to be real. The creation turned into reality, so to speak. Um, you're going to hear a lot of that. Uh, and romance. This, in its pure essence, is a science fiction romance movie. And I wasn't expecting that. You know, the romance between Neo and Trinity, that played a lot, very heavily in the, the last two movies. Which is fine, you know. But I didn't think they were going to take it to that 
step to that next level in this movie and it's interesting and it may hit with some might miss with a lot more um and i'll leave it at that and um this is the moment where i'm just you know what screw it go into full spoilers again now if you are not invested in knowing more if you haven't seen the movie and you want to see things for yourself which i highly recommend you do check this movie out for yourself before listening to anybody uh, or reading anything you know that's how i always treat things and form your own opinion because that's really more important it doesn't matter what i say it matters what you all think and that's what i want to know as well so going to this is your last warning five four three two one go i was not expecting that they were gonna almost repeat similar events that happened in the original movie in the beginning you get treated with the matrix code you hear the chatter in the background like oh what is this you know this looks interesting Uh oh i see this other thing oh what's going on we need to figure it out and then you are brought into the same beat for bit beat moments that the original matrix movie had you were looking in on cops trying to source out this disturbance or someone they're tracking bust into the room they see someone hacking away all this kind of stuff you see the agents show up but the big surprise here is that Yahya Abdul-Mateen's character who is supposed to be Morpheus is one of the agents and you're like what what's happening like they're really now putting a different spin on it and then Jessica Henwick's character Bugs is watching the story unfold from the side it turns out that they are in what they call a modal which is kind of like a, a program in itself that uh, is a simulation of past events or what have you and again a lot of the terminology and all that most of it flew over my head this is definitely a movie that is gonna need multiple viewings repeat viewings in order maybe to get the full grasp of everything because they did a good job at explaining what happened currently and how it addresses the previous three movies but it also doesn't do a really good job in my opinion about explaining about exactly what is happening now present time right they did their best but also a lot of the dialogue was just so fast paced i'm just like you're trying so hard to pay attention and you're like wait what what did she just say what did he just say right so as you know it turns out that bugs is part of this crew who are kind of neo-purist so to speak right they know the legend and you know they know everything and they they are learning and they're investigating more about the legend in essence trying to find if neo is still alive and still still around um, and they came across this modal that re that is replaying all of these things and then she gets involved um, but Yahya Abdul's character kind of takes her out of it you see the the back doors it pulls her into another uh, place in the modal and it turns out that this version of Morpheus is a as a conglomerate of programs that take the essence of Morpheus and the essence of Agent Smith and put it into one character because it's these two characters that kind of made Neo who Neo is so I was like whoa okay that's interesting now we have a combo of the two in this one character and he but he's pure software he's not tied to an individual so i'm like okay how is this gonna play out right so he can only survive in the matrix and all that so fast forward a little bit we then now are introduced to this new version of thomas anderson um who turns out to be a game programmer a developer and this is where the meta-ness starts coming in it turns out what the current matrix is is this new um you know program that 
looks at the previous movies as a video game that was created by this one person that is well beloved right so everyone fell in love with these movies i mean these games and it turned it made it as if the real actual events that happened in the matrix they made it almost like a mockery because it's all fiction right it's all it's just all games that was created that tells the story or whatever and all that and you get a lot of flashbacks of the original movie tons of flashbacks right um and thomas anderson is a guy who apparently went through a lot of depression um and he's seeing a therapist now the higher ups who they refer to as warner brothers again meta right they want to continue this franchise after all these years of not being in it right they it's like 20 years since they've revisited that franchise and they want to bring it back with matrix 4 so you have the game developers that are trying to brainstorm and come up with well how is this new version of the matrix gonna uh, you know appeal to the current generation right how can we please the people who are still in the matrix and all that that's in essence what they're saying and you know thomas has like hesitations about going back because it kind of threw him for a loop in this iteration of him uh it it made him depressed and and you know question his sanity and all this kind of stuff like that um so the therapist that he's seeing is trying to help you know ground him he's the one that is giving him the prescription medication of the blue pills that keeps him in this reality but you see thomas is is fighting that he's getting to that point where he can't he's he feels something is off and what i do like is that um they flash you see glimpses of who the real thomas anderson is in the matrix through like mirror images uh, reflections on the table um carrie ann moss's character is first called tiffany she's married with two kids um and they just see each other always as patrons in a coffee shop um one of the buddies that uh, thomas works with tries to introduce them and that's how they get their first connection right you know that's where you see in the trailer like oh have we met before and all that stuff like that right you know but she's married two kids blah 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 funny moment with one of the kids screaming out to thomas like are you trying to bang my mom really really funny um, and then you move forward and then you see that they may have honed in on the location of the actual real body of Neo. That's uh, Jessica Henwick's character Bugs and all that. And now they want to locate and extract to, to resurrect him, so to speak. But didn't he die in the first movie yeah you would think so right later on we found out that when the events of the last movie happened it gave the people in zion free will and they were really rescuing more people right releasing them from the matrix which caused a loss of energy where it turned out that the machines started war against themselves to do to harness energy or figure out how they were going to harness energy and the people of zion were just like hanging back and watching still trying to maintain their distance and all that all led by morpheus who became head of the council eventually but he never but morpheus left lost the ability to you know be proactive he was just like let's just keep things how it is we're all happy and all that stuff um but there was a new threat that was being formed and that new threat decided to purge the matrix they still kept the peace between people and the matrix but they purged the matrix and changed it to to a certain way where they wanted to really give everything to the people that they've always wanted 
was that sense of freedom, that sense of hope and all that within this matrix form. Instead of like really like, you know, placating to the machine's needs and everything. So the analyst who is one of the, you know, persons who decided to spearhead a lot of this stuff decided to take the body of Neo and reconstruct him. So they reconstructed Neo and they reconstructed Trinity because they found out that the bond that they have between each other is so strong that keeping them close and still active after reconstruction produces more energy than they've ever experienced before. Again, this is what I've been taking from it all. Okay, I could be so out of it or so wrong. Another viewing will maybe make me understand more, right? But if you're going to take Neo out of the picture, then of course that's going to cause problems within the Matrix and, you know, the machine world. So they're trying to figure that out. Then they extract Neo because Thomas, again, through his fighting off of what is he's going through in his life, he wants to, he feels like there's something more. His boss in the video game company turns, gets overtook and Agent Smith, the programming of Agent Smith takes over. Because as they're trying to rescue Neo, it sets alarms across the, the, the system. And somehow the program of Agent Smith caught wind of all this and brought himself back. So now we're dealing with a new Agent Smith and is portrayed by Jonathan Groff, who I think did a brilliant job in acting in this movie. Him and Jessica Henwick are like the breakout stars here. But, you know, Agent Smith is a little different now. You know, because he said he's learned a lot from his last encounter with Neo. <clears throat> so he in himself evolved and was able to get away from the purging that the systems has made and all that. And then, oh, before I continue, I also have to bring up the fact it was nice to see Christina Ricci in the movie, like as one of the head um, team members of the game development company as she's trying to um, come up with ideas for the new Matrix, you know, Matrix 4. And she was like telling the guidelines like, we want this thing to be fresh and hip and new, you know, but still um, bringing back like every what everyone loved about the Matrix and all that. Again, this is all plays when the, the whole meta of everything, you know, I feel like L Lana Wachowski was doing this movie as kind of like an F you to, you know, the franchise and Warner Brothers. It was kind of like a joke, right? Because, you know, if you know the story behind this, like the only reason why she came back to do this movie is because Warner Brothers wanted a new Matrix movie. They hired some writers to write a, a treatment of it. In, re you know, for respect to the original creators, they showed it to Lana. She looked at it. She's like, nope, you can't do it this way. If you want to do it, let me do it. She wrote her treatment of it, and then they were they decided to move forward with that treatment. So this is very much her her puppy, right? Um, and she it looked like they gave her free reign, and in a way, I felt like this was kind of like a joke, right? This is kind of like her own dig at everything involving the Matrix franchise, the corporations, or what have you, right? Commercialism, all that stuff. That's all there. So, you know, you have this battle with, you know, Neo in the in the offices and, you know, Agent Smith is back. Morpheus is trying to rescue him and take him out um, or give him the red pill so that he could, like, ingest it and, in essence, get him out, right? Remember, Morpheus is software now. This is a sentient being within the Matrix world. So there's no physical form to Matrix to to Morbius in this iteration. Everyone that's coming to stop it are now controlled by bots. Again, I also do feel like Lana Wachowski is very heavily influenced with the video game industry and then things that happen in video games, turning the original three Matrix movies into video games 
as part of that reality. And now the, the, the system uses bots to combat issues, right? Or, or deal with problematic situations, uh, all controlled by the, the main system. Very interesting usage of all that stuff. Um, but they were able to get Neo out. Neo notices that the pod across from him looks like Trinity. And when they bring him back into the new Zion, which is now called Io, you get introduced to Jada Pinkett's Niobe, who's much older because we find out that, yes, the events of the last Matrix movie was 20 years ago, but in all reality, it's 60 years later now in the real world. They were able to, in order to survive the battle of the machines, somehow team up with some of the machines and work with them to build this new place called Io. So they have artificial natural lighting now, much more advancements in technology. The ships are very more organic looking. They're able to work with sentience within the matrix in the real world now. That's how they can work with Morpheus. They created this program that utilizes magnets and all that to formulize a human ver version of Morpheus to interact with in the real world while Morpheus's programming is still in the matrix. Very interesting concepts, right? Interesting concepts, you know, but they, they, they know that the matrix is still holding people in there because it's placating on the new needs and desires of these people, media, right? Social media, all that stuff, which I think they could have done more of, especially when it comes to social media. You notice like the matrix looks more brighter. It doesn't have like that greenish filter that uh, it's like it made you feel like you were caged up, right? Now everything looks like reality. It's brighter, happier, sunnier, right? People are happy, you know, they're consuming their coffee and, you know, watching their movies and playing their games and all that. Um, during Neo's interactions with Tiffany, you know, she is so in it now because they've been keeping her in it, drugged up, blue pill, blue pill, blue pill, right? Um, that she doesn't show that desire to be taken out. But Neo wants to rescue Trinity because Neo misses her and loves her. And that's all he starts to think about. So it changed from a mission of understanding what the new Matrix is and going to Neo's assistance to kind of take over control once again to free up people because they, they're now saying that the choice is an illusion, right? Um, there's no reason for anyone to choose anything because everything that you want, we will give you here now in this new version of the Matrix. You'll have, you have your freedom. You know, we just need you locked in because we need the energy to save everyone else, to keep everyone else alive and going, right? But there's still that inherent need to be free as a person as an individual so these group of people who are neo fanatics and og fanatics they want to try to bring that back niobe still wants to play nice like look we've gotten this far why do we still why do we have to do anything she hated the fact that neo came back you know she wasn't in it she locked him up in jail which again, which he also defied and they, you know, the group was able to take him out against their wishes and all that stuff like that. Um, because his number one focus was to save Trinity. And this is where you lost me in a way, because now it, this is where the romantic movie came in. You know, no longer was it about the Matrix or about the people and all that. It was all about Neo trying to get the Trinity so that they could reunite and be together. Because he misses her. And plus, you know, of course, she's trapped again in the pod, in the Matrix. And he, you know, doesn't want her there. We also find out that 
in working along with the machines and the sentience in the in the system they're able to reproduce things that they were only were able to experience in the matrix in the real world now so they were able to build farms and create actual fruits like strawberries that taste like strawberries as they do in the matrix again interesting concepts interesting stuff you know the one thing during this part of the movie where they're they're showing you all that stuff is they're able to even work with some of the machines and i got scared during this because now you're seeing what looks like transformers working with them you have this little tiny like fig looking robot working with them you have this big cow like robot that they work with and helps them out it was that cow that helped rescue neo out of the pod you know but since that machine is still part of the network he they were he was able that machine was able to get in there and, and take him out and not be detected right because they were all working together but they only get one shot at that so they can't do it again uh without setting off alarms and i was like what's happening here you know now it's becoming like a star wars like star wars light where now they're working with these machines that looked very um kitty i don't know i don't know how to describe it, but like transformers where they're like playing so nice so it, it didn't feel like matrix in a way right it, it felt like a, a very different form of lighter side of what a matrix movie would be like my opinion again just my opinion um but they, they form up this plan where, you know, they're trying to get Neo in there um, to rescue Trinity or, or get her back into her mindset where she could, like, free willingly leave the Matrix because you can't do it. Um, you know, they can't just, like, yank her out of there, right? Because you know, it's going to ruin her mind and all that stuff. Um, you get great showdowns with um, Smith and Neo because... You know, Smith still needs to escape. He still wants to get out, you know, and he wants Neo to help him. So they fight, you know, but Neo in the real, in the Matrix world, doesn't really give a shit anymore. You know, he's just like, I, I'm done fighting. He even mentions that in real life. Like, I'm done fighting. Like, I just want to be me and be with the woman that I love. That's why I want to rescue Trinity. You know, hopefully I won't put you guys in danger, but don't matter. This is what I need to do. So Niobe introduces him to the new version of the Oracle, who is Saiti or Sati, however you want to. The little girl in the, I believe it was the third movie. So she is now the new Oracle and she was always monitoring Neo. You recognize her as like a business owner at a noodle shop that he would always frequent and you know, so she always kept tabs of him. And I always like, well, if you knew he was alive this whole time, why you never told me? And she was afraid, you know, that it would cause problems and blah, blah, blah. So they come, they come up with this plan, which led to this crazy montage of them working through this plan, which, again, didn't feel Matrix. It felt like more like Mission Impossible or Ocean's Eleven as they're saying what their plans are and you're seeing it like execute in front of you. Or like Guardians of the Galaxy, how they were doing all that stuff. And it just felt all over the place, really. Um, and then, you know, they, they work out this plan. And then the analyst caught wind of it and is trying to stop Neo, right? Like, And they utilized something that was introduced to us when we watched the movie in the original movie and that's bullet time so he they are now utilizing bullet time to alter things within the matrix that neo cannot overcome so if neo is trying to like rescue trinity and all that stuff all of a sudden you see him slow down and the analyst is walking around like normal and it's like, oh, we use bullet time. How, you know, meta. And now I can, you know, stop people like you and da-da-da-da-da. 
let me call in this bot to kind of help me and oh bots everywhere and all that and it's just i don't know it, it just felt like really really all over the place um but neo being neo still has the power in him to stop things and eventually was able to spark something within tiffany and their plan was to get her out as fast as possible and in order to do so their plan was that they were going to inject well first they're going to have to take tiffany out of the pod which they do so with oracle's help again now that they can interact in real life with sentience and programming in the real world they're able to work together as a team in the real world to try to rescue trinity out as they're distracting the system with neo in there right take trinity out of the pod and then the whole plan was that they're gonna take bugs um mind inject it into trinity's mind to kind of help you know break her out of whatever this funk she's in because she's like full on blue pill right at least get her back into her senses so that eventually they could just yank her out when she makes that decision to get out without having to have to take red pill blue pill all that crap right so and again i'm i may be jumping all over the place here but again this is just how i took the movie really so they get to this one part where they're trying to um get to where she is and this is where you learn about the purge and you learn about they come across these like offshoots um i forgot what they call exiles programs that were able to escape the purging and now they're rogue they're like viruses in a way and they start fighting the group and that's where we get to see the merovingian and he turned out to be an exile and he's all like like a bum you know rotten teeth and all that and he's screaming off blah blah blah, blah. you we had it nice and uh, you ruined everything and now everything is games and programming we used to have conversations and da 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 you caused this new reality and i don't like it and da 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 <clears throat> and he's just like mouthing off like as they're fighting these these exile programs right agent smith shows up you know and it's like hey neo don't forget about me because you're very much like me you know i want to be like you i want to be like mike and all that you know like like the fight scenes were, were cool and everything again nothing groundbreaking or whatever um but then they get to the point okay the system is aware that neo is trying his hardest to get to trinity obviously they don't want him to do that so they tell him look stop what you're doing if you stop what you're doing we will allow you or allow everyone else to be fine no problems we won't bother anybody but you have to agree to stay within the matrix. Why? Because you're still generating that energy we need. Right? If you don't stop, not only are we going to make life a living hell for the people in the real world, but we're going to totally reboot this whole matrix all over again and change things up and purge everything. So everyone you know, including Trinity, will get lost. And he's like, whoa, okay. But no, I want Trinity. So he moves forward. And the coffee shop that they've always, you know, encountered and all that turns out to be the main focal point of the meeting place, right? So you have Neo going there. Again, the analyst is like the spearhead, the, the main person here. You know, the 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 one who planned all of this, the one who this was his grand plan to make everything copacetic for machines, right? And then they have the huge showdown. They were able to do the the, per, the merge with Trinity. 
Trinity now realizes again, everything starts coming back to her. Um, so now it becomes is how are we going to get out of here? Right. They realize that once Neo and Trinity really connect, it has this huge surge and which is what they were talking about. And it could work in their favor in within the matrix. Right. And now they have a swarm of now the system is in full red alert. So everyone turns into bots now and everyone is swarming in trying to stop Neo and Trinity from escaping. And this was like the big battle, huge um, turning point of the movie. This is like they need to figure out what they're going to do here. Mind you, Neo himself is not fully there, right? I mean, he has his powers and all that, but he seems to even have issues fighting off the new system and, and all that. Um, and the group that's helping them is is in danger now too because they can't fend off all of these bots and all that. And they're alone. They have no help from anyone else in IO because, again, Niobe is, was against all of this stuff. So, with the help of Agent Smith, who, again, in the end, really respects Neo for all that, they're able to kind of get away and now you have Trinity, who is fully realizing, again, who she is, reconnecting with Neo within the Matrix. And they, you know, they're at a point where do or die time, right? We need to get out of here so that we could jack out and get back into reality. So they take a leap of faith. Again, this is, a, this is like the whole choice thing, right? You know, and they made that comment earlier on, like, Neo, can you fly? And he tries and he can't. He doesn't have this power within the new Matrix anymore. So they leap off the building and it looks like nothing is happening. Neo has no control, but bam, Trinity saves him. It is Trinity now who has the upper hand in this version of the Matrix. Which is, again, what we got a glimpse of in the last trailer where it looks like Trinity was going to be the focal point here. She turns out that she can fly, so she zooms out of there and they're able to drag her out. And now Trinity and Neo are reunited in the real world. Yay. Okay. At the end of the movie, we see that they jack back in. They meet up with the analyst. They they confront him saying, you know, like, how dare you do all this? You know, uh, we have better plans. And instead of leaving things how it is, uh, we're just going to program, program it the way we want it programmed. The way we feel like it should be programmed. So it's no longer like a fight to get everything or everyone off the matrix. But if they're going to have to live in conjunction with them, let's make it so that we can alter it in a way that is beneficial for both of us from our point of view, from our perspective. And then you get to see Trinity and Neo fly off and then the whole, it's not Rage Against the Machine this time. It sounds like a cover band of Rage Against the Machine. Close out the movie and then boom, that's it. And then there is one post credit scene at the very end that brings you back to the, the conference room of the game developers. Um, you know, talking about the new Matrix and how they think they should just utilize the, the popularity of cat videos and turn it into the cat tricks. Which again, every time you see a black cat, in our mind was like, you know, a glitch, right? And they use that multiple times throughout this movie. The analyst who's the therapist, his cat is black and it's also named Deja Vu. So every time you see a cat show up, you know something big is going to happen or there's a turning point and all that. And they use that constantly throughout the movie. So yeah, so that's the movie. Um... I, I I may have jumped all over the place. I may have 
missed a lot of things things some of you may find more important but the way I described it is the way that I took it in and that's why I left the movie feeling like oh okay I didn't hate it but I didn't love it I thought it was okay again a lot of interesting concepts a lot a lot of interesting concepts playing on the most popular things now in technology today gaming you know the use of media the need to still maintain hope for people you know the use of therapy which I thought was kind of brilliant to kind of keep people engaged still in the matrix by you know prescription drugs and all that stuff like that the the idea of being able to work with sentience in the matrix in the real world and being able to use that same programming to build on things in the new world I thought was also very smart but that focus of change that it became a romance movie where it's like the only main focal point was just to get Neo reunited with Trinity that threw me off quite a bit it really did you know and again a lot of things were just left on the table not fully explained a lot of the new characters were not really developed I like bugs you know she was very interesting very she reminded me of in a way she reminded me of Trinity or a mix of Trinity and Neo with a hint of Morpheus here and there you know she was a go-getter she was like you know against the rules you know rule breaker all that you know Niobe felt more like that other dude that was against everything you know in the council and all that you know that 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 wet blanket I forget his name Naomi almost practically became that guy right um, they explained Morpheus's death um, but I forget right now you know again he was one who didn't want to conform and change he wanted to keep things copacetic and, and just keep it in his own beliefs and not advance in thinking like Niobe did that's how they were able to figure out that they could work with parts of the matrix and work with sentience and you know some of the machines who you know cohesively live in peace but yeah I mean it, this movie is going to confuse a lot of people it's going to disappoint a lot of people uh, if you look at the reviews that are out now um, it's very mixed and very divisive um, but I do see people really loving the movie and enjoying it and saying that you know bringing this now to the 21st century is brilliant and the way they played on it is brilliant but I just thought the execution just wasn't there for me all the way you know it just wasn't like there was a lot of messy parts a lot of stuff that was not explained great or clearly enough Again, maybe a second viewing would be better once I really get, you know, get a this the second viewing I can't do in the theater. I have to be at home and I'm going to watch it at home so that I can like really like pause and break and and like really take in what they're trying to tell you. You know, the first Matrix I felt after their first viewing, I got it. I was able to get it. It was the next two movies that I had to rewatch to really understand where the hell they were going with all that stuff you know is this movie at least better than the the last two yes totally and I love the fact that they were able to not ignore what happened in the past um, acknowledge it and explain what they were trying to do moving forward to the best that they can they were able to do that and it wasn't nostalgia for the sake of nostalgia right my concern here is that the timing is is bad because we just got treated to no way home that was able to utilize a lot of things going backwards and moving it forward and making it really work i felt like this movie tried to do that but it ended up becoming a little sloppy which is unfortunate you know um, but it is what it is um, 
those are my thoughts about the movie. I mean, it's like 50 minutes in and if you stuck with me long enough, maybe you have the same questions or concerns that I do. Uh, definitely let me know in the comments, um, you know, what you think about it. Um, like, subscribe. Let's have a conversation about this. I will more than likely probably do a follow-up video if after I watch it again um, to have a more concise and kind of finalized feeling about this movie because my feeling is really kind of eh? you know but I do know gut and my gut feeling is like this movie was just okay you know I don't think it was fantastic um, and I, I think I kind of understand what Lana was trying to do here but a lot of it missed with me you know it missed missed the mark a bit I don't think it's a cash grab. I don't think there was no point in doing it. I think now is a perfect time to bring this universe back, especially with like all the stuff that we're experiencing now with technology and, and the world today and everything. I just wish they could have done more about that stuff. Like I said, I wish they could have explored more about social media and the impact it had on everybody. I love the, the video game touch. I, I think that was really, really well done. But yeah, I mean, will this spawn more movies? I don't know. At this point, I don't know. It all depends on the reactions of you guys, the audience. Will people go out and watch this movie? Will people love this movie? Spread the word. You know, who knows? At this point, I couldn't tell you. I just know that it's going to be very divisive. I, uh, but I will say that... If you are a die-hard Matrix fan, again, you leave, you live and breathe a lot of the stuff within the Matrix that was introduced to us. You hold this as your top franchise or whatever, and you were really invested from the get-go, then this is a movie for you. I think you would really love this movie a lot. For the more casual or general audience, this is not going to hit it for them at all. I could be wrong, but... Like I said, and I will always say, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what all of you think. Let me know in the comments your thoughts. Let's have a further discussion about this online. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter. Uh, like I said before, like, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Always appreciate your support. Check out the other vids on the channel. I do a lot of reviews and a weekly podcast. So check it out. All, you know, any support you could throw my way just simply by liking and subscribing is more than enough so i always deeply appreciate it and i'll catch you in the next one all right peace